Digging the Garden, episode five. I am here with someone that I was supposed to interview uh, a couple episodes back and uh, scheduling differences, and finally I got him here. Um, this is a dude who I worked with through another producer a long like 2012, I'm talking about. And as the, the world comes to, and as you realize how small this fucking earth really is, uh, I wind up meeting him and realize that he lives in the same state as me and and when I when I tell you that this isn't a producer that I didn't even think was like reachable at the time that I worked on a track with him like I mean that you know so meeting him at an event and just being able to see somebody that I didn't even know really existed beyond the internet uh is crazy but I'm here with you may yo what's up dude let's get my boy so Let's, uh, I guess let's get started with how do you start making music? Man, I started making music, I was 14, freshman year of high school, that was when I started making music, and like, I had just moved out here from New York, so like, that was like... So where are you originally from? I'm from the Bronx. Okay. I grew up in the Bronx, I lived in Brooklyn for a little bit, Harlem for like a cup of coffee, you feel me? Yeah. I lived all over New York, basically, but I came here from... Brooklyn was the last place I lived, and uh, you know I was out in Jersey. I didn't. I, I was that kid. You know, I came out here. I was like, "Fuck Jersey!" You know. Like, How is Jersey in comparison to living Jersey, in New York? I mean, at the time, I hated Jersey. Like, I was like, "Fuck Jersey!" You know. Like, right. But now, like, I love Jersey. I love Jersey way better than I love New York. Yeah. It's, it's just so like I, I'm. I realized from being away from there, like I'm just chill now. You know. Do like, you ever go to New York? Um, and just like, do you do you miss it when you go back, or are you like? Here's the, the, it's like a. I enjoy being there when I go there, but like, do I enjoy living? Like, oh, I, like would you want to live would there? I live there? Absolutely not. See, New like, York to me is a is like, I can only take it in doses. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's how I've always felt about New York. And like, people think I'm crazy because music wise, like, like that's obviously a hub, and you yeah. need to be there if you want to like blow up and exactly. all that shit. But like, I don't, I don't really like being in New York like that. You yeah, know what I'm like, saying? Like, like I, when I go there, like I like to go there with an agenda. Like, go there to like, like if I'm going shit, there to. Yeah. to shop or see a homie or right, right, or go right. to a show or do some fun shit, you know, I'll go to New York and it's nothing. I like go to see family. But like living there, nah. Even yeah. when I go there to like spend the night at somebody's crib, I, I just I can't fuck with it. I bro. feel like Jersey's congested. Yeah. And I New mean, York is fucking a million times that. And you that's know? funny. Like when I moved out here, I thought it was just so like dead. What the right. fuck? Like, right, right, right. Because I'm used to I was used to the chaos of living in the city, you know, living in Brooklyn especially. I lived in like like around Flatbush around the junction and shit. I lived around chaos, but like out here was just such a culture shock for me and like i thought the culture out here was weird like i was back when it was like tutting and doing all of that weird shit like i was <laughs> like what the fuck is going on you know like but i mean jersey's cool now like, you know like now that i've had some time to spread my wings and just chill out here and meet people right you know meet like-minded people I, I like it out here a lot better so do you start making music in uh new york or in jersey Kind of in New York. Like, I had my first dabble in it early. I told you earlier, you know, my first beat, I was trying to make uh, jingling for a lot of cool kids. Yeah. I did that in New York, my brother's house. My brother's a rapper. And uh, he, uh, you know, he had FL Studio and shit like that. So I was I was there, you know. I, he was like, go, you know, give it a shot, whatever. I, I was trying to make beat. I was trying to make that beat. And it came out like shit. But that was my first dabble. I had to be like 13. And then, like, when I moved out here, I was thinking about it that whole time after that. Like, that was, like, right. a, between, a, like, maybe a year between that whole thing. So, I was thinking about it that whole time after that. And I was just, like, out here, I wasn't 
doing very well like in school like I wasn't making a lot of friends and getting out and doing kid shit so I was home all the time bored you know and I was like fucking I'm gonna just you know I was looking online I was looking into it online a lot I wanted to look I was looking up like FL Studio and all these different software that was all I knew at the time FL I downloaded like this really cheap shitty knockoff of FL Studio I don't know if you ever heard of Linux yeah absolutely it was like Linux multimedia software LMMS that was my first like audio workstation that was and you were able to actually like produce on that yeah I, I would like I made music on that from 14 to I got Ableton when I was 17 so 14 to 17 I was making music I made my first album on there like I made my first album when I was 15 maybe and dropped it when I was 16 and that was on that was on that program yeah 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 all wow. that was on that program yeah and then and where I, did I then, you release that I released it all I released music strictly on Bandcamp prior to that I had SoundCloud music, but that was back when SoundCloud was so low key that like only like it was like uh like Reddit, you know, like only It was only. invite only at one point, SoundCloud. I, I don't know if you were there when it was invite only. I came I came after. I mean this guy I met this guy on YouTube who told me to get a SoundCloud account and that was how I got SoundCloud, but that time uh nobody was really using it the way it is now. Like it was Right, right. When I first got it, it was it was invite only and uh my boy had gotten like an email about it and then he sent me he like forwarded the email but I didn't even get the invite. You know oh, what word. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he like forwarded me the email and then I like joined it like that. But yeah. it was like friend to friend. Like you have to actually email people word. the link to like start a SoundCloud. I, bet, so, I, I, I used dope. to I used to talk to this guy on YouTube because they're like when you use Linux on YouTube, it was like YouTube was like a little community back then. So people were like, you, they see you doing shit, you know, they try to talk to you. That was back when they had messages and people actually used to read the messages and shit like that. So like this guy, I remember he was like, he was like 30. He lived in like Tennessee. I was a kid, bro. So it was just weird. Like he was always like, oh, let's, let's work together, you know, get this, get this, go on SoundCloud, sign up, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I signed up. And then like after I signed up, I'm like, all right, time to... <laughs> Time to cut that cut that loss and just you know just start doing start doing working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let's let's go back a little bit further. Um, where do you find love for music? And I want to ask you because I always find uh, producers interesting or more yeah. interesting than rappers because it's like the rapper is the one that's upfront yeah. always. Like they're the the person that that everyone like wants to. It's like the ball player. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you want to be the ball player. You don't want to be the coach. Yeah. The producer's kind of like the coach. Yeah. So it's like, where do you find, did you want to rap to start or did you always want to produce? When I was a kid, I wanted to rap. Right. When I was a young kid. And then, because my brother, like I said, my brother, my, my cousins, you know, they, they used to rap. They still rap now. You know, right. my cousins, uh, Busy, Bills, they, they still rap. But um, when I was younger, I used to be around them all the time and they'd be doing that shit. And I thought it was dope. You know, I used to sit and write stupid little rhymes and they would be terrible. But I at least tried, you know, like yeah. I, I was still trying. I didn't, like I said, I didn't think about making beats at all till that first time I sat down to do it. But, um, I mean, my love for music, I didn't, I wasn't like a, I wasn't, I was into like video games as a kid. I wasn't a music kid, you know, I didn't grow up on like hip hop. You know, that's why I feel weird when people talk to me about like old school music, like like the Neptunes and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't listening to that shit when I was a kid. Like I was, even when, like, when I was a kid, like I told you, like the first band I really got into was like Linkin Park. Right. So I listened to music that was like that. Like, you know, I remember Toonami used to play music videos at night and like Daft Punk, Gorillas, and weird shit like that would come. I listened to that kind of music. I didn't listen to like Jay Z and I had I, I had family and I like, I listened to whatever my family was listening to. So like, so do you ever go back and listen to like uh, hip hop from back in the day, or that's yeah. not even like interesting? Yeah, like to I, you? I'm not I'm not not interested in it. You know, I like 
like I, I like to buy into the hype every now and then. So like right. people talk about Jay Z, for example. I thought Jay Z was like the most overrated rapper alive for years, and niggas would crucify me for that every <laughs> time that came out of my mouth. But I mean, I could go back and listen to like Reasonable Doubt. Listen to his old shit and be like, all right, well, you know, Jay Z was fire. Yeah. I, I still don't. He's still not my favorite rapper, but you know, he was he was dropping heat back in the day. Like, yeah. See, I think I came up in the time like 2001 when he dropped uh, Blueprint, and that was like, I feel like one of the monumental like albums for me. So yeah. I've always like cherished Jay Z. Yeah. But I I also talk to people that are like from that era and yeah. they're like jay-z wasn't popping like that yeah like, you know what i mean so like, like, like i also get why certain people don't like eminem later like, people like gas eminem a lot like or he gas him now i mean he was fired back then but they got yeah him now. it's like but like i mean my love for music came from my family like you know my, my stepsister when i was young she was the one that put me on it's like lincoln park so that was my first like introduction to music that i actually like liked right you know what i mean because you know i was a kid i played video games i liked the music that i used to hear in like video games I used to right. play like fuck and it was, it was always cinematic shit I, like that's why now you know your sound style, is, style is like what it is cause like I used to play shit like Resident Evil right you know Metal Gear Solid even dumb shit like Ape Escape don't sleep on Ape Escape Ape Escape <laughs> had the craziest soundtrack ever like and like Zelda and all of that shit so like and then like you know when I got a little older like pre-teens like when I was like 12, 13 you know, I was around my brother a lot and like he put me on to hip hop crazy like he put me that was like when the Wayne era like when Lil Wayne was killing shit yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and like you know Lupe Fiasco was dropping heat and are you technically hip hop though like I, like like if we if we were to sit outside of of everything and just look from the outside yeah are you really like a hip hop producer do you consider yourself a hip hop producer because I don't I don't feel like you're necessarily that no. when it comes to the sound like yeah. I feel like you have a completely like you're atmospheric and you're you're yeah. like you know what I'm saying. I say no because that wasn't that was never like I never intended to make hip hop music ever. Like if I did, it's because I wanted to work with hip hop artists. You know, like 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 I said, I made beats to originally to make music with my brother and my cousins and shit. But like, so you were kind of conforming to the sound that they yeah, yeah kind of like I, that's how I am as a collaborator. Like if I feel like like you for example, like yeah, I, feel, I feel like I need to make a beat for you. I'm gonna make a beat. I'm not gonna make some shit that I would make to drop for myself. You right. Know what I mean, so like, that's where like, but I mean, I liked hip hop. I liked hip hop as I got older, but I, when I started making music and shit, that wasn't where my heart was at. Like I wasn't trying to make a hip hop. Cause my original goal for being a musician was like, you know, I, I, like I told you, Gorillaz was my favorite band when I was younger. So like, it sounds stupid, but I wanted to make another cartoon band. You know what I mean? Like, right. so I had the whole concept in mind and I drew pictures and it came out fire. And like, I realized one day I made all the instrumentals like Yo, I can't sing like so I got all these instrumentals and I'm not gonna drop a bunch of instrumentals so I just kept making instrumentals after that like I just kept making them with the hope that I would find somebody that was dope enough to help me see the vision I was trying to make right but why have you never because you uh you wanted to sing on on those type of tracks or yeah. like have singing on those type of tracks why have you never reached out to like a singer I have it's just like people I have reached out to were either just like not really fucking what I was trying to put out there or like I just don't I don't know I don't really find that I interact with a lot of singers that are or in general you know I don't I don't really interact with a lot of singers you know I mean I find that I meet a lot of rappers a lot yeah I meet a lot of rappers see that's the thing though I feel like rappers are everywhere yeah. you know what I mean singers, like to find a singers, good singer you know, they have more knowledge of music than I do so it's like you know we, when, we, when I sit down like the few singers I have sat down and discussed music with like 
you know, I, we talked about music theory earlier, talking like chords and scales right, right. and all that shit. I have no knowledge. I have knowledge, but not enough to collaborate with somebody. Have you ever expressed that to them though? Yeah. You know, and like some people are receptive to it. I worked with a singer one time and we made, made a really good song. He was a singer from the UK. He still makes music now. He's still, he's a professional musician, Michael Braley. Okay. Look him up on Instagram or SoundCloud. He's really good. We made a song two years ago, two or three years ago. It's on my SoundCloud still, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I feel like because I feel like if you are real with the the person you're working with in terms yeah. of if you straight up say, listen, you could talk all the music theory shit that yeah. you want. I don't know it, so yeah. basically, I'm going off of what sounds good to my ear and. If we could work like that, let's work like that. If not, then I've been you know. low key embarrassed by that though. For Don't because be. I know I know it's not. I know I shouldn't be, yeah, but I've yeah. been embarrassed by that. Like I, that's why like I'm always hesitant to talk to like to collaborate with certain people. You know, like or like certain like interact with. I certain feel like you like should only music. be embarrassed by that if you're pretending like you know it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's the shit that that kind of irks me when like yeah, people yeah. are acting like they know more than they do because yeah, they're trying yeah. to be in a position. Yeah, that because. At the end of the day, like nothing is gonna come organic, and it's it's gonna be like you, you can only fake it to a certain point. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You could fake it <laughs> as far as you can fake it, but like yeah. once you hit that block where like now you need to know the shit, yeah, exactly, it's gonna fall off. You I, know? I would I would avoid it before I faked it. You know, that's where I right, would, right. Yeah, like, but I, I'm I saying just... it, rather than avoiding it because I feel like you're, like for instance, um, you remember Evanescence? Hell yeah! Remember the singer from Evanescence? Yeah, I feel like she would sound great on a lot of your shit. I think so too. Now that you mentioned it, you know what I mean. Yeah, just like, dope. just like the the singing style that she has, where it's not even necessarily that she's saying words sometimes, mm-hmm. rather than she's just like harmonizing. Yeah, I feel like that over your shit. Just yeah. her harmonies over your shit. That's what I want. Crazy. I want to. Like, I, I want to interact with a singer. Like remember I told you about the uh, Cocktail Twins earlier, like mm-hmm. Liz Fraser. Like I love, I love singers like that. Like because I'm not. I was like I said, growing up in the, the kind of bands that I listened to, like Gorillaz, their lyrics weren't ever really about anything relevant they were just talking about this jot blabbering and shit but i like people who like harmonize and and they have great ideas they don't i'm not because that's how i am i have great ideas i don't have the words for those ideas that's why i'm not a rapper that's right. why i'm not a singer like i have great ideas for like sounds and harmonies and shit like that but, but as long as you recognize that yeah it's the people that don't really recognize that they don't have that I, like there's a lot of artists or there's a lot of producers that don't like there's an artist out there that's rapping on beats that he makes and the beat is trash but the raps are decent so yeah. it's like if he worked with a producer that knew what they were doing yeah. it would probably be a fire track probably. but he's like too he's trying to do too much you know yeah. what I'm saying there's producers like that as well there's producers that make their own beats but then they rap on them and it kills the the song because it's like the rap is not up to par with the beat you yeah. know what I mean yeah, exactly. so the fact that you're able to recognize that you're a, a producer and that's yeah. what you want to perfect yeah, I yeah. think that that's noble you know what I mean I think that more people need to follow that suit because that's the only way to really perfect any crap is yeah. to put yourself all in it's just, it's just, and it's just to be honest with yourself and as far as your limitations go like I could try to sing my music all day but I know I'm not gonna do it the way I want it to be done by like somebody else like, are you into like like say you were to sing uh, through like a vocoder I've tried I have yeah I've tried that you know I've tried autotune and that that's another thing that I'm a little embarrassed about because I would be embarrassed like if I had to play live and you know I'm singing on stage on a fucking auto-tune microphone like that that's that's dope for some people but for me personally i wouldn't want to see that you know like, <laughs> right 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 like, I, like, I love going live and seeing somebody that can sing and they can really like like 
whale or really just do what they did in the studio but better live you know like but like people who go like live and they they do the auto-tune thing and they sound worse it usually sounds pretty worse live because you know pressure and right. all of that kind of shit like I, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself like that do you uh have you gone and performed live in front of people like yeah, no. like at a live venue no, or nothing. No. Would you ever want to do that? Yeah. I've wanted to do it for a long time. The problem is like, you know, especially here on the East Coast, like I never felt like there was really audience for that kind of shit. I think there is. And I think that, that it just needs to be brought out. It does, yeah. Like, I, I feel like even there's a bar that, I, uh, that I've gone to in Jersey City called Lucky 7. Yeah. And they had a dude uh, go up with a, a push controller. Yeah. And he was like DJing, but he was DJing like through the push and like adding his own sequences and mm-hmm. and it was dope as fuck and I've never like I didn't really see that often yeah. but seeing him do it I was like oh this is like if if somebody just had a whole event of this yeah and that's the thing like cause you know like growing up younger like in high school and shit you know I used to be I, lo- I used to love Boiler Room TV bro like I used to love like some of my like like Shlomo R.L. Grime fucking uh XX, by XX, all those guys performing on, like, Boiler Room TV. I used to love that shit because it was just so, like, like, I feel like that was catering to the right audience, you know, like, the right crew of people. And, like, it was it was worldwide. It wasn't just over there. But it's, like, I couldn't see that kind of thing happening. I could see it, but, like, I, I, I can't at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, and then it would piss me off because, like, these guys would be dropping crazy fire tracks and the people in the background just standing around smoking cigarettes I'm like yo y'all are watching slow-mo live bro like what are you doing like, do you think that it's the vibe that, that the music puts you in though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like some, but some nah, songs it's not, it's not like cause it's not like these guys go there and they're playing like sad like they're they're, they're, tr- they're out there trippy shit they're playing like hype shit you know what right, I mean right right like, but I mean I'm definitely interested in playing live and I just want to play live for the right audience or an audience that cares you know like I would hate to play live for an audience and there's people there just standing around and just talking over the music or whatever, not, yeah, yeah. or not treating it like it's music because that's people's mindsets to it when it comes to instrumental music a lot. You know, it's like oh, it's just background music. Like, it's not background music. You know, like it's music because it's the foundation of. Are music, you, you know are you I mean? found? Fa- um, do you feel like uh, slighted when people look at it as background music? Honestly, yeah, because it's not like that's that's one that's one of the reasons why I've always not tried to put myself out there as a producer like I've always wanted to be recognized as an artist right when I make songs with people I never want to see like produced by you man in the right, title like right. I wanted to be like we did this together right you know and then like I, I hated that that connotation because then people like 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 we talked about earlier some people like to look down at you, you if know? you're the producer yeah, rather your producer than... act like your input isn't as valuable as, as theirs is right and that's not that's not right that's not true you know like I like I like being recognized as an artist that can stand on my own two feet. I don't like to be looked at as a producer all the time, you know. And I think, I mean, out of the tracks that are on your page, majority is just you, right? There's yeah. not, there's not a majority yeah. I mean, of I have, collaborations. I have a lot of collaboration. I have not a lot, but I have a few collaborations out there. Not all of them are on my page, but you know, overall, they're not collaborations where it's like, oh, produced by you, man. The title, like, right, like, right. Even that shit, me and Freddie Stone, you know, like. Foreigner and Freddie Stone at the time, Foreigner and Freddie Stone, you know, like shit like that. Right. Sham, you know, Samurai Sham and, and Foreigner, you know, like it's too, it it's takes two, collaborative to, it takes two to tango, right, you know right, what I right. mean? It's not just like I, I, I came there, dropped the beat off, and went on, like, you know, we were both there. I don't know on the when shit. that happened, where like in, in hip hop, because you're talking about collaborations with you and a, a rapper, like if you even look at like, um, 
like say like DJ Premier and Guru, yeah. right? Gangstar. Yeah. It was known that they were a group. Exactly. It wasn't it wasn't everything produced by it wasn't Guru produced by DJ Premier. It like, was Gangstar. Like Slum Village. You know, right, like right, Danger right, right. Like, right. But I don't know when that happened where the producer kind of took the back seat and now like I don't feel like it was always like that. Yeah. I think that at some point the producer started to be in the background more. And I think that some producers made that happen because they didn't like being up front. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that because often I think producers are the more um, introverted musicians. Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? Rappers, a lot of rappers are introverts as well because mm-hmm. artists are introverts. Yeah. But I think that producers are more introverted than the rapper because the rapper is willing to like be on the mic and try to control the crowd while the yeah. producer is often like the DJ or like they're they're in the background I like can, playing the I beat. can speak from a personal perspective and say that's definitely true because I am more introverted than like like a rapper would be right because like you know as a rapper obviously you want to be at the forefront of everything you know you want you look you look at how rap culture is you know music videos and shit you don't see the producer in the background fucking standing <laughs> right, shit. Right, right. like you know the rapper is always the one no one's, no one's paying attention to the fucking producer most of the time but yeah. I mean you know, at the same time, we're in a day and age where producers are probably, like, you know, more getting more, receiving more credit than ever. You know, look at Metro Boomin. Right. Know, he's has, he has his own brand. And, you know, niggas like that. So it's like, we can stand on our own two feet now. And that's something that's hard to break away from how, the way things used to be, where it was just like, we were in the background. And, like, it's hard for me personally, because me, I'm an introverted person. Right. You know, I don't like to... You look at like shit like my Instagram. There's no pictures of me. Maybe there's pictures of me, but you're not gonna see me. You know, like it's just like I, I like I like being obscured. See, I'm I'm introverted, but I feel like I need to take steps toward changing that, and yeah. that's why I'm like always doing videos on Instagram yeah. and like trying to <laughs> trying to get myself more comfortable. Yeah. Because yo, know, honestly, I've never I've never felt, and I've spoken on on this on other episodes, but I've never felt comfortable. Being the front man. I yeah. never wanted to. I hate that shit. Like yeah. even doing shows, I've I'd rather do the record label shit because I hate being on stage. Yeah. I hate it. Like I don't like I don't like people all staring at me and expecting some fucking ma- like magic to happen. Yeah, when you I know go to I mean? my homie shows and I see them up there, I'm like, Yo, this is so lit. But like if I was up there, I would probably be shitting bricks. Oh dog, I get <laughs> so fucking nervous going on stage. And because of that, I had to like overdo drinking and yeah. I had to you know what I mean I had to get so fucked up to where like I'm no longer nervous but now I'm slurring words on stage yeah, and now exactly. I'm forgetting like whole lines you know what I mean yeah. and it's like all for what I like, don't, like I, I don't do I don't do I can say personally I don't do well, very well in like live situations or like not because I'm setting myself up too but I just know myself and I know that like if there's a camera rolling or if I'm recording like like even like when I'm recording at my house if I'm recording myself just by myself I'm trying to record like some stupid line, like lyric or some stupid harmonies I'm trying to record, I have to like fucking do it like six times. Or if I'm trying to play piano live, I have to do it like six times, and I get frustrated. I'm like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Like, why am I, like, why am I so shy? You know. But it's like, I mean, that's just how this is how I am. You know. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I like, I get super shaky, and I think that, I think that sometimes, uh, like, it's the perfectionist in us, yeah. and, and knowing that on stage you don't have multiple takes like exactly. it's just that time so like it's like even, if you fuck up people remember that and I would get off stage and people would say to me like like yo you missed 
a word here, and it's like, thank you, bro. Yeah, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? So. Like, thanks a lot. Like, I, I know I did that. Word, like, like, I, I was trying to forget about it. You know? Word, like, like, even like I was. I remember a couple months ago, I was trying to make it a weekly thing when I was recording with Shame a lot. You know, we were doing like, uh, I don't know if you ever peeped. There was like a live Instagram feed. Yeah. No, nah, I remember when you guys were in yeah, the studio we were doing working. like live Instagram feeds, and even that shit. Like, I felt more comfortable a because I was cooking most of the time and B I was with him so like I was with him and Josh and like there was other people around me so I didn't feel so like pressured to if, like if I, if I fuck because we weren't doing anything where I was like oh I'm a fuck up like it was just a creative video compared to a couple weeks ago I did like a live beat thing on my Instagram and like I was nervous as shit because you know I, I didn't rehearse it I, I, I set up all the songs I had beats ready and like I was just like Stumbling and I was shaking. If you ever saw, if you ever saw my fucking hands were shaking, like, but like that kind of situation just makes me nervous. It's like so much pressure on you to, to do it right, and it's not pressure from anyone else. It's pressure from yourself. Like, like when I do shit in front of other people, I want to do it right. You know, I don't. Don't wanna... you find it so strange that social media, like in an instant, I could get myself nervous by picking up my phone. I, I right now I'm chill in this environment, yeah. right? I could pick up my phone and hit a couple buttons and be recording for people, and now I'm shaky. Yeah, the thing is so thing, strange. The thing that makes me nervous is like you know you, they they say you only get one chance to make a perfect impression, you know, right, right. one chance to make a good impression. So like I always go, I always have that mindset sometimes, and it's like fuck, like I can't fuck this up. You yeah, know? Like, <laughs> but I I also think that a lot of people are drawn to to people that aren't perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that that makes people understand that this is yeah. just a person like me. If we came out and we were always perfect, like. You're just gonna gain hate because yeah. people are gonna be like, this motherfucker thinks that they're better than life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's not how you really feel, exactly. but you know, I I think that the mistakes that we make in our our path to doing whatever we want to do build us. Yeah, and it I, defines us, and it's right. like it's just weird. You know, like I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm that kind of person. Like, I think that that's one of the mistakes as well that we make as artists is always trying to come off perfect yeah. or always trying to be perfect. Like. The fact that I that I miss a word on stage, or the fact that I'm shaky on stage, yeah, I think that that should just make the person in the crowd realize, oh, he's just like me. Yeah, and then like my my thing is, you know, like I don't put myself out there very often. You know, you never you never see me on Instagram just talking to the camera and right, being right. that kind of nigga. Because it's like I'm just, I don't know, I don't I don't really ever feel like that kind of shit really matters at the end of the day. You know, like yeah, but I want I, I, I like like I like that. When you see me on social media, you know, you know that it matters because I'm not that kind of person. I'm not very social. I'm, not, I'm a social person when you meet me, you know, you talk, talk to you for a while and I get to know you, open up to you. But it's like, I'm just a shy guy, bro. Like, you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm very camera shy. I don't like taking pictures. And, see, I, and that's the thing. People think, I, like, I, I, or I don't know what people think, but I, I know I don't take, I, I just don't take pictures because I don't like taking pictures. Like, I don't like, like, I like the pictures that I do take. I like how. I'm, it's like obscure or some shit, you know. Like, right, you right. See, like part of my face or, because I like that mystery, you know. At the same time, you're like that was one thing I loved about like you know shit like the weekend when he came out, you know. Like, you you didn't know what he looked yeah, like. Yeah, like he was dropping music for like two years, and everybody's like, who the fuck? Is, like, who is yeah, this guy? Like, yeah, is yeah. he a band? Is it a girl? Like, who is it? And then like you finally see him, and it's like ah, I like Captain Murphy, you know, like right. Captain Murphy coming out. Nobody knew who the fuck was, and then two weeks later, Flying Lotus takes off a mask at a concert. It's like, ah. And it's so funny because like when. Captain Murphy first came out, like, 
I was convinced that it was Earl Sweatshirt. I don't know why. I don't remember who I thought it was. I thought it was Tyler Creator. Yeah, I, 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 thought, didn't it, I thought it was Odd Future. Yeah, like, yeah, I thought yeah. it was someone in Odd Future. And then it's Flying Lotus, and you're like, really? Like, Word. it didn't even sound... I was like, yo, this nigga can rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Bro. But I remember, I remember that exact moment. I'm like, oh, wow, Earl Sweatshirt is killing this. Word. And then it's Flying Lotus. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> Completely wrong. I was so, I was so like, shocked that that shock was over in, like, two minutes. I was like, oh. Yeah, I like all right, whatever. <laughs> all right, there's but that. That <laughs> mystifying that that kind of feeling of uh being hidden. Do you think that that's just a comfort thing? It's comfort and it's also intriguing to me because it's like you know I like that I like mystery in general. You know, like, right? I, I'm attracted to mystery, so it's like I don't I don't like to put too much out of, my, of myself out there. I like like this is probably the first if anybody listens to this, this is like the first time somebody's probably ever heard me speak. You know, right. I think that's dope because like I don't. I don't speak on camera very often or right, right. put my thoughts out there because it's like ultimately I, I just want to I've, I, I I've, I've experienced enough of the internet where it's just like I want my, my only thing that you know of me out there to be my music and my artwork you know I don't want it to be like knowing too much about my personality you don't need to know about life. my birth yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly like if that would the case I would have just been out as my name yeah, you know yeah exactly I mean? like, <laughs> if I wanted you to google me and yeah, shit yeah, like, um, so to, to get into your um Musical career. How do you pick the name you may? How does that even come about? <sighs> Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, and what does that mean? Dream. It's Japanese. It means dream. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I have to. I've gone through. I'm not even bullshitting. I've gone through like maybe 25 names since I started making music, and that's because of, like I said, that was early me on the internet. So I was worried about my image a lot. Right. Like I was constantly. First of all, I was constantly picking a name that somebody else took, and that bl- pissed me off all the time. Like I don't even remember my first name was. I think my first first name as an artist was probably like Hybrid. I think that was the first one, Hybrid. And I thought to myself, I'm like, yo, that's too basic. Like I'm sure there's someone else out there. And I look, there's like Swedish bands and shit like that named Hybrid. I'm like, oh, that's whack. And I'm like, I went through a bunch of names after that. The name I had right before Yume was Asahi, and that was Japanese for Rising Sun, if I'm not mistaken. And I like that, but people were saying it wrong and spelling it wrong. And yeah, and the way I stylized it, it was like A-S-V-H-I. And people okay. were like, oh, Ashvi. I'm like, that's not yeah. Ashvi. <laughs> what draws you to Japanese culture? Like I said, you know, video games, growing up with video games. I got into anime in high school, so that was very... Big for that. Yeah, big for that. And then, and then like, yeah, it was just it was just the culture when I was growing up, you know. I was really into that culture growing up and, like... That time, you know, I was looking for a name. I didn't, I was just, I'm not a good name person, you know, like coming up with names, even my songs, just, I feel like my songs have really bland names, but like that shit, like I was trying to think of something different that no one else had. And then, you know, Google Translate, looking up mad different words in Japanese, like what looks cool, what looks cool in kanji and whatever. And I put in dream and Yume came up and I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, that one works. That sticks. Yeah, that sounds dope. Let me fuck with that for a minute. So how, how many years, because. Now you're back at Yume, yeah. but you went to Foreign Aura. <laughs> yeah. And how many years are you making music as Yume before you decide uh, it's time to change my name? 2012 to 2013. <laughs> okay. I changed it in 2013 to something else. Changed it back in 2014. I changed it. I honestly changed it every year. What I, and and what was your reasoning for that? Just uh, oh, discomfort, uh, or was it more like well, just trying to stay uh, kind of like hidden i mean it was both it was at first it was it was kind of me trying to show off like yeah yeah, all right let me just 
slide under another name, see if anybody notices, and like that didn't work. And like ultimately, I just I never liked that name because like you know I'm, it's just weird to me as a as a black man, you know, Japanese name that's just not like. I wanted, I, after a while, it became me wanting to stay within my culture, you know what I mean? So I was trying to think of something that was just more natural to me and more meaningful to me. But I mean, ultimately, I always go back to that name because that's where it, that, that, that word, dream, is just like always what... I, what You feel like your music represents? Yeah, like music is just represent like my, my dream to me, you know? Like it's just, just, just dreaming. That's the way I describe my music. And like, ultimately, that's just what people know me as, like, you know, like, when I see people, I see homies, you know, you know, they don't like, yo, what's up, Jesse? Most people, some people don't even know my, my, real, my real name, you know? Like, right. Yo, what's up, you and me? I'm like, yeah, what up, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I can't, I can't, I feel like I can't av- avoid that at this point. And like, and, like, ultimately, I just, I'm comfortable with it at this point. I'm tired of changing my name, you know? So, you're going like, to stay here? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, if we have this conversation again in a year, we'll see. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, now, yeah, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of going through the process. You know, for Nora, that was... A name that my brother used back in the name back in the day, like I think it was like one of his aim names. Like he used to make he used to make a new aim account like every week. Like, yeah, that was the thing. Like before, like like Twitter and shit, yeah, we used to have yeah, aim. Yeah. He used to make a different account. Like I used to have like six different aim accounts, crazy. Like and one of his was Foreign Door, and like that was just so sick. And then later on, you know, we tried to make that a brand and shit like that. And, you know, I was just like, yo, can I use that as a name? He's like, yeah, can I? Alright, and I ran with it, but I just didn't ultimately I, I didn't You didn't I, feel comfortable I didn't with it. Feel comfortable with that, I, I wanted to ask like the the whole uh at name, like your handle where it was like for for U R A was the purpose f- to to put the four in aura. It so was, it was like four in aura, yeah, but like four yeah, it was just in like aura. it was for that because I like I thought that looked dope. Because I was like, that's was, fucking genius. Yeah. Like I, I was I'm like doing a deep dive on the name <laughs> and I'm like I'm like if he meant to do like four in aura, yeah, and like just say the word out. I'm yeah. like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, like was maybe a, was it a, wasn't that deep. Yeah, that was a stylization choice for sure. But word. I thought it was kind of corny looking back on it, but I mean, uh, I'm glad someone thought it was dope. No, I thought that was super dope because I'm like, I'm like, a lot of people are just gonna say aura. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, they're not gonna recognize that it's foreign aura. Yeah. Like, you know, I I, I kind of don't like that I even re- really did that that whole thing because like you know I dropped Long Live under that name. Long Live is my favorite project that I've done so yeah. far personally personal and professional standpoint that's my favorite project and it's under that name and like I can't really just take that and be like oh this is you made now I mean why, I can't why not because I don't know like I just it's like uh, what's a good example like the Damon Albarn right you know imagine if Damon Albarn dropped, dropped a Blur album and then you know like I oh, fuck this I want it to be a Gorillaz album he just changes the title to Gorillaz like that's just not right the See, spirit wasn't there at yeah, the time you know? I feel like because because we're at a point where we're still kind of progressing and gaining a following and I think that right now if you were going to change shit because this is what I think a lot of artists do and I have an artist that he consistently wants to change his name and you've seen the plays decrease as he's changed his name yeah. because people don't know how to find you anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. And that's that's, the, that's an issue as a as a up and coming musician. You can't keep like you need to give people the yeah. chance to actually figure out who you are. That's another reason why I stopped changing my shit so much because I did have a decent, a great. I had a great following as you may, and then like you know I fucking um, I changed it so many times and like I felt like people were like like just get like I would drop a song and there's less and less people. Giving a fuck about it. I'm like, yeah, that makes... Oh, thank you, bro. That makes sense. I'm like, all right, well, it's 
time to stop doing that. <laughs> okay, so you you did recognize that as you were changing your name, it yeah. was like decreasing your plays. It was that. And... It was the name changing, and then it was just like you know the overall. I feel like I, I gave I put too much mystery. You know, I would delete right. Twitter, delete Instagram, come back, delete it again, come back, and like I was. So like, you were like fan building every single time, or yeah. like follow building every yeah. single time. And then that shit wasn't delivered, like all the deleting and changing name. Like that shit was usually just some a result of something I was experiencing at the time, or something I was feeling at the time, something I was going through personally. Like, right, right. I deleted my Twitter permanently recently because like I'm just sick of Twitter. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that that's that whole thing is just like a cesspool of just like negativity at this point. Like there was a point where I felt Twitter was a very good excuse me, a very good social media tool as for an artist, you know, to promote your music, to yeah. get in touch with people. But now it's just like, you know, everybody just so negative and, and, and it's like a news tool, you know, like now it's just like a news tool and a political tool and everybody's just arguing all fucking day and you know spray everybody wants to be mr right be right, the brightest right. person in the room and it's like girl let's just how do we as artists trying to build following i mean i'm maybe you don't care about following but as artists trying to build following how do we get away from social media without completely ruining our careers i absolutely care about following it's just i don't i'm not into social media anymore like i used to be now i feel like you know it's just you know, I guess the way I met you, you know, the way I met you, the way I met Fred, it's just like, you know, you, you, you meet people who care enough and they'll put you, put you out there. I, right. I put, I put y'all on to everybody I meet. Yeah. I reach out, I don't want to, people get in my car, yeah, who's this, who's this playing? I'm like, it's my homie, my homie Fred, it's my homie Diggy, it's my homie Sham, you know, I put, I play, I only listen to my homie's music. Yeah. You know, whenever y'all drop shit, I send it to my, my relatives, my friends, I send music, like, I don't, I don't just like, like, I don't believe in just social media is the only way anymore. Right, because it's changed so much. So you're more of like a word of mouth type yeah. of person, or like hand to hand. You rather go about yeah. building your following. Just having like that. a show, I'm like, I, tell, I tell people, I know, like, yo, if you're not doing nothing, come through. You know, right? Like I'm not, I'm not that kind of person where it's just like I believe, like I'm gonna pump it all on social media because people, you know, people, 90 percent of the time, people are just scrolling. You know, you're not right. really reading what you're putting out there all the time. That's true. So it's like, that's true. I'd rather put, I'd rather give it in a fashion where, like, you hear me say it, I'm definitely meaning. You know, like, yeah. I'm only asking because I myself don't want to be on social media. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I find that uh, consistent like toss up of like, well, if I'm off social media, how is anyone gonna gain access to any of the things I do? Like, yeah. are people gonna look for it if I don't post it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's always like a struggle of mine mm -hmm. because I'm like, if I'm not posting this link, like yo, for instance, the other day I did some funny, I did some funny shit where I, I posted in my story, and I did this completely calculated and completely on purpose, but I don't know if people recognize. But in my story, I go, uh, "Hey, I just released this new song. Uh, if you feel comfortable, put it in your uh, your story. Yeah. Only if you feel comfortable. If not, thank you for listening. Yeah. I did that on purpose because I'm like, just by me saying, if you feel comfortable. Yeah. I know that people are just gonna be like. Oh, of course I feel comfortable, and they're gonna post it. But like, yeah. it's all strategic. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, if you, if you like me personally, like, oh, put put this in your bio. I'm like, oh, we'll see about that. You right, know, like, but it, but since I said if you feel comfortable, I felt like people were proving to themselves or proving to everyone else. I feel comfortable. I don't give a shit. But that's yeah. that was the whole idea behind yeah. it. You know what I mean? I knew yeah. that that's how they were gonna feel. That's so the, that's why I added that in. But it's just funny when I 
Cause I'll do certain shit that people don't recognize. Like, like for instance, like I put out this song that's like a pop song, yeah. right? And I put it on uh, Spotify and all that shit, and it gets so many fucking plays. But I hate the song. Yeah. And the reason why I did it was just to prove that point that this song is gonna get mad plays. Mm-hmm. Cause it's corny and it's fucking poppy, and I know that's what people are are gonna play. Yeah. And then when they do it, it's like. Like, I'm kind of gaming the system, but I'm also gaming myself at the end of the day. It's, like, not helpful for me to put that shit out. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, a test for me. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if... Now I know if I want to blow up and sell my fucking soul, I can make a bunch of pop records. It's possible. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not hard. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to blow up like that. That's not me. That's not going to feed my soul personally. You know? There was a point, like... And I was kind of, I wasn't really... I was remixing a lot of popular music. And that wasn't... That was kind of a mix of... Me trying to build my fan base with people who are into that kind of shit. And me enjoying the work at the same time. Like, when I was making remixes, I loved it. I loved making remixes because it was so, like... Cause it'd be, I, would make, I would only make remixes of songs that I felt were lacking somewhere. Like, I made remixes of shit. Like, you know, like that Rihanna song I told you about. Uh, I did, like, a remix of Hold My Liquor by Kanye West. Word. Rich Sex by Future. Like, those songs I felt were all lacking some kind of to them and like right, right. I wanted to I wanted to add my own take on how I would have like that was, those are songs that if I could have I would have produced those songs the way I did the remix you know what I mean right right and then like you know on top of that they're popular songs so people automatically heard them they're like oh shit this is fire like you know like and I, I love I like that you know like I like that feedback you get from tracks like that so do you feel like um, for a producer like yourself that kind of uh, you build these like soundscapes you don't really build like um like I, it's not as much of like you're trying to reproduce the beat as much as you're like adding this like atmosphere to the beat that it didn't already have. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a better chance of of building a following going that route where you're like doing these remixes and you become known as that person, one, or would you rather just do your own? I mean, now I'd rather do one thing. There was a point where that was a very lucrative route to take because a lot of people were doing that shit and it was successful you know like right. remix culture was hot a couple of years ago like 2012 2013 but you know the way music is now it's just not worth remixing anymore yeah. i don't really, i don't mean to say that and sound like but there's, like, there's a lot of good music out right now but it's just like the good music that there is out i don't want to touch it it's good you right, know? right right but then i don't want to be out here remixing artists that i don't fuck with or bad music like you know like tony just Martin for the and, sake of gaining yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i don't want to be out there being that guy but i mean the music that's out now that's good i don't i i, I honestly look up to that music i'm like yeah finally like you know we got good music out here again. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love it See, I feel like I feel like there was this um, weird notion that like music was dead and like real music was dead, but I think that it's just you have to search harder for it now a, because a, there's more of it. It's a generational thing. Like I was like when we were younger and everybody listening to our show, oh, this sucks. Music is dead. Like right. every every older generation thinks that the current generation of music that's out right now is dead. Not even that we're old, but I personally I don't think it's dead. It's just music is probably more alive now than it's ever been. Right. Because there's so many. There's so many different styles out there that you can, like, different artists you could find, you know? Like, if you don't like fucking 21 Savage, you could go and listen to, like, uh... Like a Cole yeah, or Yeah, like Cole or Kendrick. Yeah. There's just some, some, some new underground artist that's out, you know? Right, I mean? right, right. And it's like, you don't even need SoundCloud. That's not, it's not even like SoundCloud's the only place for that anymore, you know? SoundCloud is actually closer to the mainstream culture than it is to, like, underground shit, you know? Which I mean? is weird, right? It is, like, it's crazy how that happened, you know? Like... Cause I watched that happen before my very eyes, and it was very disappointing to say the least. Cause SoundCloud, I felt like at one point was the future of just like underground music. And That's I, what underground, I thought like, too. 
and like where music was going at that time a couple of years ago it was so magnificent to watch there was so many artists that connected with each other and worked together and they were really building like like a a new culture especially for like producers like they, they were really building something and it just disappeared or just morphed into what we have now right and I don't know how it went I feel like SoundCloud went like a cheap route where it's like when I first got on SoundCloud and like the rappers that were on SoundCloud were like ridiculous like yeah. underground but like all could spit they were all yeah. they were all like inspirational to me like I, I wanted to be on there because I wanted to work with some of these people and I there were so many dope artists but like I don't know how like the sound quality dumbed down so much and like it went from being back in the day I feel like people still like got their shit mixed and mastered to put it on SoundCloud now it's like it's so easy to upload that people yeah, don't like, even give a fuck like, like they'll record at, on a on garage band and it'll yeah. be like trash and then just upload it distorted and all that shit you yeah, know for that god rest his soul look at like you know xxx yeah that song he blew up off the quality was fucking terrible terrible, terrible. but it was on the radio <laughs> yeah yeah like even six nine like all these new artists they're they're quality they're, they're they don't care like you, that's the thing people don't care about that shit anymore like you could put a song out we could make a shitty song right now and put it on soundcloud and probably get played because because right. it's shitty, like the shock value of it is what draws people in. It's not really so much the content itself. What is the purpose, though? I don't. I'm trying to still figure that it's out. It's the same reason we all loved Odd Future when they came out, bro. Like it's just like holy shit, this is so weird. Yeah, but I love it. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. that kind of shit. I, like I, I work with people, you know, every day that, that listen to this kind of shit. Like you know, six nine, and then I stare. That's their reasoning for it. like, yo, it's just weird, but I like it. I'm like, I get it. You know, there was a point where I was a kid, too, and I listened to that kind of shit, you know? But it's like, me as an adult and my music taste is different now. I, I pro a 15-year-old me probably would have found some reason to think that 6ix9ine is, is, is the hottest nigga out right now. Yeah. But, I mean, 24-year-old me is not, like, well, yeah, I know, 24. I, like, I know people I know people that are my age and older that still fuck with that. And yeah. I think that it's more of a a mindset thing and then some people just aren't into music like that to where they they're not they're not gonna argue with what's on what's out right now like if it's out and it's on radio they're kind of brainwashed yeah, they're just like, I wouldn't say brainwashed but I mean they're just conditioned to just like alright well this is music now well I think gonna... brainwashed just in terms of uh, if you hear something enough times yeah you're like it's kind of like like radio I feel like brainwashes people to think that certain like shitty songs are good cause yeah. you're just hearing it so often that it's like brainwashing and conditioning yeah. your mind the repetitiveness of it you know yeah. what i mean like if it plays once every hour it's kind of this weird like big brother thing of like just like it's like drake it's, every time drake drops a song you know everybody's sucking it and i'm like yo this sounds like the last drake song that came out before this one and then one before that but like every time every time he drops a song people swear it's the hottest shit he ever dropped I'm like, see oh. i always on his projects i always found like a b-side cut to be like the hardest shit on his projects. I've never, I've never thought the hit song that he drops, like even in, in my feelings right now, that's, that yeah. was like a huge song this past summer. Uh, but like, I didn't think that that was like a good song by any yeah, means. Like, like, but there's B side cuts on his projects. Or like just other songs on the album. Like the last Drake album that I listened to front to back was Nothing Was the Same. I love that album front to back. That was the last, I, I love that album. And I don't, I don't even remember the B side cuts. I remember like Take Care. He had this one B-side, The Ride, with The weekend. Right. That was harder than anything on Take Care. To well, me. like, uh, nothing was the same. Like, um, like Come Through. Yeah. I wouldn't... That's not necessarily, like... Like, that got play, but, yeah. like, that's, like, a B-side to me. Like, because yeah. it's, not, it's not necessarily... 
the hit song off the the album. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I think nothing was the same. Had like started from the bottom on it and yeah. shit like that. And that was like a cool song, but I'd rather listen to like a come through where it's completely like it's kind of in the cut. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that most artists, I'll go to like songs that are like super in the cut. I don't mm. know if it's just me rebelling from what's what's like the popular opinion. Yeah. Or if I'm just attracted to the song that most people wouldn't look at. You I know mean, what I mean? I'm a B, B personally, I'm a B side guy because <clears throat> all the albums I listened to growing up, like the album was great, but the B sides were way better. Right. So, like, I always look for songs like that. And, like, that's just because that, like, B side songs are the songs where they have no pressure on them to be releasing a song that appeals to everybody. They're right, just making right. music that's just, that's how they made music, you know? Like, right, right. It's cut, like, those are to be the best songs, the songs where they don't give a fuck who listens to it. Like, yes, if you listen to the B-side, then you fuck with me, you know? Yeah, so I think like, that that's like what I'm, anyway. I'm more or less into is that it's like, it seems like the comfort level on the B-side tracks yeah. is like, because every artist knows, like, I know, uh, I could drop a bunch of, like, trap records right now yeah. and probably gain a decent following just because I know the mold of what's going on. Yeah. But, like, Say I do that and I have like four trap hits on my record and then I put like one that sounds like fucking Primo produced it, right? <laughs> yeah. You'll probably hear that Primo track and know like, oh, this is kind of where he wants to be. Yeah. But he can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what I feel like. I hear a lot of artists like that and I'm drawn to the the tracks that I could hear. Like that's where their heart is. But yeah. you know what I mean? But taking it back to your music, um, being that you are an artist and you're not a producer and your your tracks have this like flow to them um what genre do you necessarily put yourself in because we said earlier i said like you're not really necessarily a hip-hop producer yeah. but you're not not a hip-hop producer i don't know what to classify you as i was listening to you all morning and i'm trying to yeah. to put you in this if I lane. To, if i had to classify with a genre i guess electronic music yeah, I mostly work with electronic. I'm trying to even break away from that mode because I like I'm sick of electronic music. Yeah, not sick, but I'm sick of producing electronic music. I want to start working with like live instrumentation and, and shit like that. But um, I guess electronic music. I used to put my music up as Dreamwave. Okay, I thought, I thought that was I didn't see anyone doing that because I thought that was I thought that was like pretty much what it was. Dreamwave. It sounds like it. Yeah, and then like I started seeing that shit a lot, so I stopped doing it. I'm that kind of guy. I'm Isn't that like, weird? Yeah, Isn't that weird when you? Like, I, I, I can't. I can't. I don't like. I like being. I like being like really unique. I don't like doing shit that like you know everybody's fucking doing. Like, but that I mean electronic music. I guess is where I'm at right now, and that's. I, I guess that's where I should be because that's what inspired me for a long time. You know, do you want to say you you um, put your stuff up as Dreamwave and then uh -huh. people start putting up Dreamwave? Yeah. Now. Do you wanna found the the genre? I can't like even the say. Culture? Yeah, I mean, I can't even say that I've found that because I'm pretty sure someone else would classify their shit as Dreamwave. That's that's cool, but, but I'm saying yeah, if you were the person were, that everyone was going yeah, off I mean, of, yeah, you I know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I'm. I'm or would you want to wanna change that nah. because everyone else me, is I like mean, now? Me being on. who I am now, instead of being my 18 year old self, right. yeah, I don't care now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm more receptive to that kind of shit now, so that would be cool, but. You know, back then I, I saw I put up Dreamwave, and then a week later, some other guy put the song up as Dreamwave. I'm like, yeah. all right, time, time to <laughs> find wave. some new shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> new wave, but word, word, yeah. Like I'm, I'm more receptive to shit like that because that means you know, like you're, you're, you're influencing other people. You know, right. that's good. That's good to 
be that at that point where the other people are feel influenced by your work, you know? Right. I'm just hoping, like, I was only uh, asking that because I wanted you to recognize that that's, like, pretty much what you were doing at the yeah. time. You know what I mean? I'm coming back to it. I think I posted this song recently and put Dreamwave as the tag. So I'm, I'm coming back to it mm-hmm. to an extent. Or, like, you know, because I, I tried to form, like, a little collective a couple years ago, 95 Sound. And I was trying, I was trying to make that a thing, you know, as far as the genre goes. I don't like being classified with the classic genre right. list that we have, you know, like hip hop, rap, electronic, ambient, and shit like that. Because I mean, really, I make ambient music, but it's it's like instrumentals. So I mean, it's 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 whatever it is, you know, like right, right. At this, point. it's like difficult to classify. Yeah, and like right now, when I'm like the music that I make right now, like I can't even really put a finger on what I'm doing. Like I'm just in this, I've been in this experimentation purge for like our purgatory for like the last couple of years. Like long live was probably the last cohesive project that I made. And I don't even, that's the weird thing about that. I don't even really remember making the songs when like the basic, what, what the songs are. I don't remember making a lot of them. Like I remember, you know, I was putting music on my phone and I was looking through my library and like the shit that I exported and I found like, I know you, and uh, where, where, when you were here, when you were here, WYHWH, wherever I fucking called it. And I was just like, damn, this is hard. Like, what is this? That's like, a weird thing. I've never had that feeling when it came to my uh, rap songs where, like, I've, I don't even remember how I created them. Yeah. Like, the writing process. Like, I, re- I could think back to all the writing processes. Yeah. But with production... I've made beats in the past yeah. that I couldn't recreate today if, yeah, if you yeah, asked me yeah. to. Like, I just couldn't. Like, like, I don't know how I did it. You yeah. know what I mean? I do, I do that a lot. Like, last year, I mean, last year in general to me is just, like, a huge blur. Cause that was a rough year for me last year. And, like, that's why Long Live was just meant so much to me. Because I was just my release from everything that I was building up and feeling right. last year. All the frustration and all the shit going on in my head at the time. Like, I was my release. And, like, I was happy. I was so happy when I found those songs. I was like, damn, like... I, like you, you've had that feeling too. It was like, damn, I really made this. Like this is, yeah. this is so sick. And then like, you know, I, I remember, like I remember making between dreams and reality because my homie from uh, Strasbourg, France, I believe that's how you say it. Yeah, he sent me that sample. My boy Kamaya, he was another. He was the guy I made. I started on um, ninety five sound collective with, because that 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 shit was a different, whole different thing. But he um sent me that sample and I made that beat with it and everything and like I felt good about that song I felt good about that I felt good about I Know You um there was one throwaway song on there it was a song I did like years ago I just wanted to put it out right but um and I, I keep changing the name of it so I couldn't tell you what it's called it's like in the middle of the shit but um yeah like that project to me was just like pulling it together making the whole thing what it was and the reason I made it that way like one long song was because to keep it 100% real, people steal my music every yeah. now and then. Yeah, and I don't like that shit. Like, there was a point, like, a couple, like, last year, I was posting songs on SoundCloud, and, like, a week later, some guy would hit me, like, yo, bro, I sampled that first half of your song and made a whole new beat. How does this sound? And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that, you know? Like, because I don't want to be, a, like, a hypocrite. I sample, you know? I don't right, want right, to be a right. hypocrite, but it's like, I don't sample people on, like, SoundCloud. You know, like, I don't sample my peers, you know? Like, yeah. That's me sampling you and then, like, not really giving you credit for I'm like, that's just weird, you know? Like, and, and then, like, it happened a couple times in, like, a span of a couple weeks, actually. Like, yeah, yeah. this one guy sampled it and he was, like, 
bigger than me, like like following wise. So he was getting like huge plays off of it, and I was just so uncomfortable. I was like, wow, that's just. Would weird. you feel more comfortable if he put you in the credits as like? He, I mean, he put me in the credits, but I still didn't. Just, I just still just didn't sit right. It didn't sit right because my thing is like you know I was because you know how I, like you talked about this earlier when I sample I like to make it sound different. Right, right, right. So it's like that. That's me. That's you taking the work that I did to make my sample sound different and just putting yourself on it and like that's just right it's like you created the hot sound yeah, or like, like the the vibe of basically the track. Not, to, not even to sound like 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 not even cocky but like it's like you wouldn't have thought of that if, if i didn't do it first you right, know what i mean right, so right. it's like i don't I, 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 I that alone just doesn't sit right with me because like i know when i know myself so i know if somebody took my song and shit so like that was happening a lot and that was why i decided like if i'll drop eps from now on i'm just gonna drop them all in one street Right. track because if i drop it in sections and people steal this shit that's just gonna piss me off do you think people are still gonna find a way to rip and use whatever parts probably but i mean you would have to go through a lot to sample off long live like, why don't you why don't you release on uh streaming platforms i'm about to start doing that I'm because that's your off. that's yeah. your best bet in terms of not having i'm done with soundcloud I already, I already, i'm done with soundcloud i posted long live again on my you may SoundCloud. Yeah. I just gave it and did all like fuck it. I'm just because if you're it. a ra- like like any rapper, I'm sure a lot of rappers know that there's a website called like anything to, uh, to MP3. Yeah, I know. And if you're yeah, if you're a producer, you post <laughs> you it on sample, SoundCloud. Yeah. You could put it as pro- like you could put it as no download, yeah. but like I could still rip your shit and use yeah. it if I wanted to. You know, yeah. I I don't have I probably haven't done that in fucking years because yeah. it's just pointless now. But as a producer, I feel like the only way you're kind of safe mm-hmm. is putting stuff out to Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, but the the issue you run into is iTunes. Mm-hmm. If you release on iTunes, I can spend 99 cents, download your track onto my computer, and then use the high-quality yeah. file to sample. That's you know the, what I mean? You're never going to escape that. Yeah, you're never going to escape it. I'm learning to embrace that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that, that whole situation that I just talked about is just the reason that I've started to slow down on shit like sampling so much because, like, like I said, I don't want to be a hypocrite and then you know condemn people for doing for sampling the way I sample. But it's like, like, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm not sampling people that I'm that I'm in the same league as. Like sampling my peers, like that's like me. Like I said, sampling you or sampling Freddie or some shit. Yeah, like that's just weird, you know. Like I wouldn't do that. Like I would sample an artist that's been around for a long time, you know, like or made music years ago. But like. I'm not even like I wouldn't. I wouldn't sample anybody on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Like any new artist. You know, like I think all of it just needs to be looked at as they're kind of paying homage to you. Yeah. Because like, if you look at it any other way, I, and I know it's easy to look at it like, like yo, come on. Dog. Yeah. But if you look at it any other way, it's just gonna cause you stress. Or yeah. It's just gonna make. That, it's not gonna. It's not gonna make me feel or look good at the end of the day. And I'm trying to be more humble about how I feel about that. Yeah. You know, like. And you know, I'm. I'm like I said, it's 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 about maturity and growing up and shit. Like I've been changing my mindset on a lot of things lately so maybe that's something I'll just ease up on like I don't care anymore I dropped this song the other day and like it's all original you know someone I don't think anyone really cares to like rip my shit anymore but if someone did I don't I'm not gonna lose sleep over it right right I'll be humbled by it and it's like you know I feel bad because for years like people have reached out to me and like you know oh you know your music is amazing you know your music really inspires me. I have, like, a lot of mess, like, a, tons of messages like that in, like, SoundCloud and, like, in my email, and it's, like, I don't know how to respond to that. I, I Obviously, it's, like, you know, thank you. You know, thank you, obviously. I'm appreciate. I'm grateful for that, and it's just, like... I think that's, this, all, that's, that's all that matters Yeah, you but, say that. You yeah, know what I mean? And then it's, like, you know, me 
being who I've been for this long, it's just like I'm so like reserved that I I, I can't I, I say thank you, but it's just like I'm always gonna think there's like some ingenuity behind it because it's just like how I view myself sometimes, and it's just like you know I can't believe that you know like I can't believe that I'm I, I would influence anybody you know like it's crazy. Well, that's the thing is like see where we're from a weird overpopulated place yeah i go on all right so i put out these these podcasts right and say they get 100 plays or say they get 50 plays i'll go on a different person's podcast page Mm -hmm. and they put out a podcast eight months ago and it has three plays yeah and i'm like yo i can't bug out about getting 100 plays i can't i can't because this is people listening to to two people speak Mm -hmm. and that's an that's a insane notion that people are sitting through an hour of two people speaking yeah. and, and interested. But there's a person out there doing the same thing, speaking for an hour and giving their perspective and yeah. they're, and they're only getting three plays over an eight month period. Yeah. And those three plays are probably them. Their post three plays are probably, and then the, the play that isn't them, you know, that probably means more than them than anything. Right, like. right, right. So what I'm saying is like to somebody out there, mm-hmm. you are bigger than, than you imagine yourself as. And that's just, I don't know. That doesn't make, it, doesn't, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable because I'm just like, wow, like that's a lot of, not responsibility, but it's just like, wow, that's a lot on you, you know, like that someone feels that way about you, you know, someone's influenced by you. It feels good, but it's just yeah. scary at the same time. It's like, wow, like, like internet is crazy how you can reach people, you know? Yeah. And I've had bad experiences with people on the internet, so I'm just generally distrustful of people and, when and they what, reach out to in me. In what manner in terms of? I was almost ripped off a couple of times, like for money, ripped off for like, this guy was trying to sign me, quote unquote, to a record label, major record label, and it wasn't, he was going to scam me. Yeah. You know, the only reason I found out with that was true that happened was because of my parents and, you know, them doing whatever research they did. And it was just weird experiences like that. And, like, you know, people stealing beats from me, not giving me credit, not giving me money. or Like, I remember this one guy stole a beat from me and made a whole track, made video. He, made, he was playing plans to monetize off of it. And right before he did that, he was like, Hit me up. He was like, "Yo, bro, I made this. We made this song and this shot video. Video cost us this, that, and the third. You know, we bought a plan to monetize it off of it. We just wanted to know if you cool with us giving you credit. I'm like, giving me credit, like, give me money. <laughs> where's my check? Like, come yeah, on, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you just stole my whole beat. And it was a it was a beat that I dropped on my one of my mixtapes. So I was just like, wow, like. And the thing is, I mean, for like for like someone, all right, if if someone hit you up and was like, yo. I like this song. I want to use it. I have $500. Would you take that? Or, or do you I mean, feel like your music is valued way higher it, than like that? When it comes to selling music, that's the whole. That's just the whole different practice. Because it's like, you know, if people plan to monetize off of your music, then you have to you have to think about yourself and them. Right. You know, if, if someone just wants to buy a beat off me, I'm not going to, and they're not planning to make money off of that song, I'm not going to charge them like $500 for it. I'm going to charge them. Accordingly, to accordingly, that. you right. know, like I'm not gonna charge somebody like something that's not out of their reach for a song they're not even planning to make money off of, right? You know, but well, most people aren't making money off music. I think tr- that that's like a known thing. See, like even even that uh, those people that did that, right? Yeah. Chances are they're not making anything back. Exactly. Like, ch- good chance that they're losing a majority of the money they just spent. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. So it's like, as a producer. Because I, I have this constant, like, I have a lot of producer homies. Mm-hmm. So I, I gain perspective from you guys, and I understand what you guys yeah. go through and shit. But I have the complete opposite uh, 
side yeah. because I'm a, I'm a rapper. So I've gone through this shit too. Yeah. Where, like, yo, even big artists aren't making that much money. Exactly. And people don't recognize that. They think that these dudes yeah. are pulling up in Lambos because of the the music. That's yeah. not what's. I'm not gonna charge like an indie rap. I'm not gonna charge an indie rapper. Like, if I didn't know you and you asked me for beats, first of all, I fuck with your music, so I wouldn't even charge you, period. Like, I would offer to work with you, if anything. But if, like, you're an indie rapper and you're looking for beats for a cheap, I'm not going to be a dick. Like, oh, all right, 500 up front. Like, no. The right. only per- I'm, like, if Drake hit me up for a beat right now, I want racks. Right, 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 right. You know, but like, if an indie artist or a young, a young guy looking for some beats, I'm not going to charge that nigga nothing crazy. So you would, base it, you'd base it off the artist and what they'd actually be making, which yeah. is smart business practice. You yeah, know what I mean? Basically. Like, But there's a lot of... Because this is the thing that I, I think a lot of uh, producers do that is detrimental. Yeah. Is they value themselves very high, which I have nothing wrong with. Yeah. Like, there's nothing... I have nothing against value, valuing yourself really high. Uh-huh. But what they do is they cut off relations with people that probably... If someone wants to throw you $100 for a beat, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to put that on SoundCloud and they or Spotify or whatever, right? Yeah. And... I get it. A hundred bucks isn't a lot. Yeah. Chances are they aren't making that money back. Yeah. But because you built that relationship where they know, okay, I could send him a hundred bucks and he'll let me use his beat. Yeah. They're going to want to go back to you and give you another hundred. Yeah. As like, a producer, knowing that you're making hundreds of dollars off your tracks, yeah. that should feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people cut off relations because they're like, hundred bucks, bro. You know how much time this took me? You know how much this, you know how much that? It's they like, over, dog, shut over, the fuck up. Yeah, why are you, you working a nine to five and making fucking $10 yeah, yeah, like an over, hour? They you know oversell I mean? themselves, you know? Like, I wouldn't be that way. Like, but a lot of, a lot of people do and oversell I get, themselves. I get both, both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> like, I understand why they feel that way. But at the same time, if you were working a job where you're getting paid $12 an hour and someone offers you 100 bucks to get your beat and that's a 60-second transaction, yeah. you can't you look at that and say to, to yourself, I'm worth more. You no, you, you worth $12 an hour, dog. You, you know what, what I'm saying? Like, Everybody has to start somewhere. You right. Know, like. And I'm just saying, once you build that that catalog where now you can raise your price, yeah. then you raise your price. You I know s- what I'm saying? I've sold, I think, one beat to one of my homies for $15 and I bought weed with that money. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, I'm not, like, I, like, I've never, I've never been in that, that, that kind of, like, philosophy. Like, I, I didn't even want to charge him for the beat because I fuck with him, you know? Yeah. And now he's making crazy music like Jersey artists now. So, it's yeah. like, you know, he didn't even use the beat. That's the funny part. Like, he didn't even use the beat. So, I mean, like, it, I'm not gonna, that's, that's another reason, like, I'm not charging, I'm, like, I'm, I'm obviously in a state now where I would charge for beats. Yeah. You know, but I'm not gonna charge some outlandish price to somebody who I know is just trying to, in the same position as me at the end of the day, you know, like, you know, still working, still trying to eat. Yeah, you know, still I like, trying to hustle and, and do their they own thing. You know, I'm not gonna. Do I that like to somebody. stay humble with a lot of people, and, and there's a lot of uh, different artists that hit me up and want to work. And yeah. I'll pretty much give a verse to anyone. My my only uh, qualm is is ever uh, is the quality. Good. Yeah, that's my thing. That's, like, that's all I care that's about. That's where I'm at with that's where that's where my mind is with collaborations. Like I'm, I'm more about quality over just like, you know working with everybody like, right, I right, work, right. and I want to maintain that uniqueness you know you don't work with everybody that hits you up you know I don't you know I don't work with everybody who hits me up like I work with people who I hit me up and I feel like I, I could A build a good relationship with and B make good quality music like when I was introduced to Fred I met him at one of his shows you know and I I was talking to him for like a good half hour 45 minutes before the show and like I, I was like, yo, this nigga's mad cool. Like, we, we got right, that shit in right, common. Him, right. Sham, I met all of them that same night. And I'm like, yo, this, this is people that I could, I could work have with. a relationship that's right, not right. music, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. just cool people, like, all around. Like, even you. It's my first time meeting you face to face. Well, not first time, but, you know, first like, time chilling with you face to face. Yeah, like, yeah, 
And like I know, like I could fuck with you like, as a person outside right. of this music shit. Right. You know, like even with music, we can make stuff. That's crazy. the biggest thing to me is like that. That too is <laughs> is meeting people and working with good people. Like yeah. I was, we were talking earlier outside, and I said to you, like. I could like somebody's music, but if I find out they're a dickhead, yeah. I don't ever want to talk to them again. Exactly, I don't want to like, work with them. I don't want to do anything. Because, we all people still at the right, end of the day. Right, it's a like, personal thing. Like I, like, I feel like putting together our music is a personal thing. Yeah. So it's either I like the quality of your music and I don't know you personally, so there's still that... <clears throat> excuse me. There's still that separation of of our personalities because yeah. we don't need to know each other if it's just a, a person like a, a business yeah. thing. We're just making music because we like each other's sound. Yeah. But if we're gonna be working together and we're gonna be, I need to like you as a person exactly. because I can't I can't work with somebody just like at, if you're working a job and your boss is a piece of shit. Like yeah. at some point, it's like I right, I don't need to work here. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, this exactly. dude is just like out of his fucking mind. Like and you just don't want to be there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And thankfully we're we're in the in the trade where it's like you know. We have the liberty to do that, you know? right? It's not like I have to work with this nigga, and he's a dick. Like, I, I, right. if he's a dick, he can I don't go have fuck to. Himself, exactly. you know? like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. have to work with him. You know? like, yeah, and I think that's the beauty of, of music, and that's the beauty of like the lifestyle that we set up is that, like, we don't have to uh, do shit that we don't want to do, and yeah. we're able to choose. And that's why I think that we need to put less pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. to to kind of like impressive yeah and make shit happen that doesn't need to happen like we don't need to do unnatural shit we don't need to and i started to recognize that my own music is like i don't need to put out these trap records and i don't need to put out these like poppy records like because all i'm doing is is hurting myself i go to sleep and i fucking feel shit yeah you know what i mean (laughs) i don't feel good like i don't want to do that so so i think that as i'm aging with the music and as i'm progressing and getting smarter and all this other stuff i feel like i'm Recognizing how simple the process could be. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I feel like yeah, I've been feeling like I've been reaching a lot of uh, maturity recently with music and in my mindset. You know, I'm getting away from just feeling like I have to. I used to be that. I used to be that kind of person where it was like output matters. You know, like I have to drop a song once a month in order to maintain like a certain level. And like I realize, you know, if your music is dope enough, people are gonna fuck with it no matter when you drop it. Right. And it's like you know. It's just like growing up out of an old mentality and, and trying to embrace new newer ideas and just more heightened ideas, you know. And right. Just realize that you know this is at the end of the day, this shit shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be struggle. It shouldn't be a struggle for you. You know, it should be easy. It should be fun. It should be relieving. And it should be right. You know, it should be liberating for you and as an artist. It's yeah. funny because I think that you start there. I feel like I started making music comfortably yeah. because there was not any added pressure of like. I need a fan base. I need to yeah. sell this. It was just like fun to do at my house. And some, yeah. And somewhere you reach a point where you're like, fuck, like I need to, somehow I need to gain people's understanding. My last album I put out, and me and you talked about this mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago, but I put, I put that album out with no pressure. I didn't, I didn't want to post it. Yeah. I didn't want to, like I posted it once on Instagram. I post it every once in a while. Yeah. But, I don't want, I didn't ask for promotion. I didn't fucking pay for promotion. Yeah. I just put that out to put it out. Like, like, yo, this is how I'm feeling right now. If you want to listen to it, listen to it. But the comfortability <laughs> of saying to myself, I don't care who listens to it. Yeah. That made me so much better as an artist because I'm like, whatever. Like, I could just release shit and do it when I want to, you yeah. know? And then like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, like, you know, I didn't care about that shit at all until I dropped that song. You know, I did that Rihanna remix that got like seventeen thousand plays overnight, and like that shit 
changed. I, I feel like that was probably the best and worst thing to happen to me as an artist. It was like, it, it made me. It made me have confidence in my in my music for the first time. But it also. But now it gave you something to chase after. Yeah, like it gave me like <clears> something <throat> to to think about a lot. Every time I make music, I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta think about who's gonna hear this. But like, you know, even when I dropped Long Live, I was promoting Long Live because I liked the imagery that I had in mind at the time. You know, I was I had a lot of good imagery and shit, so I liked to promote. And that was just my old mindset. You know, when I'm about to drop something, I like to put a lot of heavy personal promotion. I don't like when other people like. Like, I'm not not, not going to say I don't like other people promote my shit, but I like promote my shit a certain way. So, like, I was dropping, like, little teasers or whatever. And I'm like, after I dropped it, I didn't listen. I listened to it myself, but I didn't look at none of the numbers, none of the comments, none of that shit, none of the feedback. I didn't look at any of that shit until, like, later on, right. weeks later. Because I, like, I was listening to it and I was absorbing it. And I'm just like, wow, this is so personal you know like this is so this is a part of me that i haven't shared with the world and a lot of people probably don't get it you know they don't see what can be personal about like instrumentals and shit like but like when i listened to it i remember it i remember like like i said i don't remember making it but i remember what it made me feel right at the end of the day i remember what it made me feel like and i know how those songs make me feel and what they make me think about and shit you know even like my first ep i remember the whole process of making my first ep in 2012 and like i made that ep over a summer, you know, and like I remember, I remember being up every night from up until I was, I was doing all nighters, yo. Like I was up all night. I was, it was in summer between junior and senior year, you know, like <clears throat> I was talking to this girl at the time on the internet. It was like one of those shits, but like, yeah. it was good. It wasn't like some, some weird oh, shit, some like catfish was, type shit. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool <laughs> shit. So like I was up every night on the phone with this girl making music every night. This is, I remember the whole process and it was great. And it was and like, you know, releasing it was a rough process, but I, I remember it was great. Like I told you, I was about to drop it on a label and I fucking chickened out. Yeah. And then last minute, I was like, wait, 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 wait let me drop it. And they, they, they never contacted me back. I was like, I fucked up. Let me just myself. <laughs> but, you know, like, and I like, I like that. I like that when I can remember how I felt, you know, during it, during the process of making something or how it made, how the music just in general makes me feel. Cause like, Personally, like when I sit down to make music, I never sit down with an intention in mind or like, excuse me, people, you know, like they're like, oh, you know, I, I use music as a release. Like I use it as a release, but it's not like a conscious release. You know, like, I'm not sitting down like oh, I'm mad. Let me make a song about being mad or, right, or right. something like that. Like I make music just how I'm, I mean, I remember the, like the weather and. Like, you know, with smells and sounds and shit like that and maybe certain things that I did, but I don't remember, like, putting the track together sometimes, you know, like... Yeah. And then and that's just, like, I don't know, my creative process is... is and it's always the same. I, I have, I've had the same creative process for quite a while. Like, I'm not deviating away from anything. I, maybe that's why I don't remember how I make the songs. Yeah. Because it's like, I do this, I've been doing the same shit, but it's like, the results are always different. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean... That's just, that's just how like my music, and I, I like I like I like when I do try to consciously make something that harkens me back to a, a time where I felt some kind of way. I can't do it consciously. Like, right? I, it's after the fact that I do it. Like, if I try to say like, oh, let me make a song that reminds me when I was like five years old. I can't do that. You know, I can make a song and then I'm listening to it. I'm like, wow, man, this reminds me of like watching Rocket Power at my grandmother's house. You know, like. Do you think that maybe? <clears throat> your creative process is kind of like like say like the hulk right yeah you know how he goes into like hulk mode and shit yeah. and then like 
when he like comes to, he's like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? <laughs> Do you feel like that's your exactly, version of yeah. like going beast mode? Kinda? Yeah, like I go, I get, I used to, I feel like I used to, before I even, you know, smoked weed and, and did like drugs and shit, like I feel like that was, that was my high right there. Like, I, I, I would go do that and then come down and listen to it. I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I got tweaked right there. You know? yeah. like, I remember, I used to be able to, like, make songs, though. Like, I, I, I did that a couple of times where I made a song that I heard in my head. And it came out the way I envisioned it. I remember one day I woke up and I just had this daydream, like, of playing live for a bunch of people at, like, a, like a big environment. And I, I had the song in my head. I went in Ableton, I laid it down, and it came out perfectly, and it was scary as fuck, but it was, it was like, wow, I can do that. That's awesome, though. Yeah, but, like, I haven't really done that since then. Like, it's not, it doesn't always turn out that way, you know? Like, well, I think, and, like, this is how I, I make music. Like, sometimes when I think of something in my head beforehand, like, for instance, if I think of a melody, I can only sing probably once every two months. Like, I'll think of a melody that's so perfect for a song that it hits me like while I'm driving, right? And then I go home that night and I record it and it comes out perfect. But yeah. I won't get hit with another melody for another two months. Yeah. And it's so weird. Certain shit just comes to my brain at certain times and when it happens, it's natural and I need to just go with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's it's not like... Like I could think of a melody for that song, but if someone heard that from a label and they were trying to sign me and they said, yo, I need like three more of those. Yeah. I'd be like, dog, I, I can't. <laughs> that's it. Just, yeah, that's yeah, all, that's I, all I have right now, man. Like, <laughs> like, hit me up in a couple months, I might have another one. You know what I'm saying? But like, do you feel like production is like that for you? Like, do, do you feel like sometimes that thing just hits your mind and you, you can attack it? Like, for instance, when you're saying that you heard a beat in your head or yeah. you heard a, a song in your head and you went home and you laid it down perfectly. Yeah. Do you think that that only hits you at specific times and do you feel like that's the most organic way to go about making music? Yeah, because, like, you know, I, I, like I said, I can't consciously do that all right. the time. You know, sometimes, like, that shit, that kind of shit happens when I'm in, when I have a direct idea, which isn't often. You know, usually, like, like some of my songs is just a result of just experimentation, just dicking around and play, playing with new sounds and shit. But, like, as far as playing music out, I've never been good at that. Like, that's the reason I don't drop a lot of full-length projects, because... When it comes to like a full project, I can never sit down and like, all right, I'm gonna start here and move here and move here and then end up here and go here and there. I, I can't do that. Like, I'll start off with a name, a name and title, and start making something, and then it doesn't sound how like I wanted it to sound, and then I just give up. And usually, all of my my projects are results of like, like me making a bunch of random tracks in the same time frame and just putting them together. Like, I dropped like a, like I dropped a project a couple years ago called Eternity, my least favorite of all of my shits, but it's like, that's how that basically came about. It was just a bunch of random beats thrown together. You know, looking back, if I could have gone back and separated them or put took some, some out or mixed some better or made some better beats, I would have done that, you know, instead of dropping that project. Like, But, like, you know, like, I can't, I can't really sit down and consciously make a project. The one time, like I told you earlier, you know, the one time I did try to do that and was on the verge of doing it successfully, and I had a crash and lost my fucking first real album, and right. that was devastating for me. And like, I, I never really, I, I, I guess I'm over it now, but it, it was hard for me to get over that. So you feel like you didn't really recover from that moment? Nah, that was hard. That was hard. That was such. A, that was something <laughs> that I was making for myself. I was making it for somebody else, and it was just so important to me. You know, I wanted to make sure that it came out 
a certain way. I had the artwork, I had the name, like it was perfect. And then that happened. And, you know, ever since then, I lost all, I lost all my motivation to do that. So like everything ever since then, it's just been a bit of a constant like experimentation Right. Fees. Like, I've just been making music just off experiment with sound and shit. Nothing is like uh, purely planned out. Yeah, nothing is a, nothing is a, a sure thing with me right now. Like, I'm just throwing shit at the, the wall. Throwing shit at the wall yeah. and seeing what sticks, you know? Like, I did, I, I have a, like, like concepts and shit, you know? I dropped this song recently called Faded. I love that shit. And it's just like, I wish I could make more songs like yeah. that, but I can't consciously sit down and make more Faded's, you know? Like, I have to step back and throw more stuff at the wall and see what right, sticks right, you know right, like right. I have to keep experimenting and you know I, I like a, a lot of and the thing uh, another thing that like fucks with me from myself like me fucking with my own head it's like you know people like you you know you tell me like, oh I, I love your sound you have your own sound I'm like thank you but like what sound like I don't know what my sound I, I can't really I can define my sound I guess is you know dreamwave but like I can't sit here and say that I really know what my sound is like I think your sound is just, it's a mood in itself. Like, I don't think that you have a sound that, there's a, I guess Dreamwave is like, that makes the most sense in terms of like an explanation for it. But all I know is that, like I was saying earlier to you, I can't play your music and be angry. Yeah. I just can't. Like, there's, there's like something, when I play your music, I feel down to earth and I just feel calm. Yeah. And I feel like you make like a, a specific type of music that's set for that. Yeah. And I think that there's a crowd out there that looks for that music. Yeah. I think that there's a crowd out there that needs to wake up to that music and yeah. needs to brush their teeth to that music and needs to drive to work to that music yeah. because real shit, like not even saying this, I'm saying this as a listener and as a fan, like I think that certain, like I think that all music is important, but I mm-hmm. think that music is important for different things. And I feel like your music, the type of music you make could stop a fucking like serial killer from like, you know what I mean like maybe they're like wait one more day before they do it because they're listening to your shit you, you know, know what? Huh. so I feel like I feel like that's the type of that's the type of shit like I, I've always and I, I talked to Freddie about this and I've always struggled with finding my own sound but when I hear someone that has a sound like a Freddie mm-hmm. or like a you like when I hear someone that has a sound I like appreciate it so much more because yeah. I'm like they know and it's not even conscious, maybe, yeah. but it's just the way that you process. Yeah. Your, your music has a specific sound and to it. And then, like, you know, like, that thing you say, you know, like, my music is just, like, is that positive. Like, I don't, it doesn't always feel that positive to me. Like, because I'm the kind of person, like, I, everybody, like, if, I, if, you, if you were to look at, like, some of the, the playlists that I listen to, like, on Apple Music, or, like, all, all the music you listen to is mad dark. I'm like, it doesn't feel dark to me, you know? Like, right. Like I like, I like, I like music that's kind of moody and kind of dreary and, and it's not dreary it's like a lot of people find it like dark or scary like I'm not listening like, like fucking metal like right, metal right. or nothing but like, like you know I like I like somber music because I just find that so like peaceful you know and then like you know like driving here I was driving here listening to like cocktail twins I'm like oh, this is fucking this is life right here like, yeah. this, is, this is what it's all about you know like but I like dark music also like you know music that it's a little it's a little worrisome worrisome you know but it's, it's have good you, yeah. have you watched Ozark I'm sorry to interrupt have Ozark. you watched Ozark the show? I've seen it. The title for it, but I haven't watched okay. it. Okay. That show is, like, very dark. And, like... Yeah. It's, like... Like, you know how Netflix shows have, like, that blue lighting? Yeah. And it's, like... It's, like, dark, but, like, mystic. And yeah. I feel like your music would be perfect in the scenes of Ozark. Yeah. It's just... It just fits that mold. I don't necessarily feel like your music is happy. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't feel like it's like super positive. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I can't personally be angry or upset listening oh, to yeah, your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't. There's certain like there's certain vibes that are like happy, but they're kind of like like too happy. Where it's yeah, like yeah, it's, it's like kind of like, like a childish like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like too much. Like I don't feel like that when I listen to your music. I just feel calm. Like I feel like your music brings me to a calm state. And then, and then another thing with that, like you know, I don't like to put my negative emotions or negative feelings in the music form or art form in general. Like I don't like like you know. We were talking about earlier. I was I struggle with depression and shit. Like I don't want to. I don't make music during that time period because it's just like I don't. I'm pretty sure. First of all, I'm not gonna like whatever I make. And second of all, it's like even if I do fuck with it, I'm not gonna want to share that that feeling that I just had right, with anyone right. else. You know what I mean? Like and like you know I like like as far as like media and shit. You know like movies. I like a lot of not dark movies, but movies with like weirdness to them. You know like. My favorite movies like Donnie Darko, Word. you know, American Beauty is a really weird, really weird movie, but the way it's shot and it's just so beautiful to me. Like it is so, a weird movie though. It's weird, but <laughs> yeah. it's a weird ass movie. But the yeah. way it's shot and the imagery is just so crazy, the music yeah. and everything and shit like that. Like I like I like shit like that because you know, I like like, I like situations where you have to see beauty in like weird places, like weird in like a place that's not typical. Yeah, typical. Right, you know? right, like, right. Do you ever think about scoring? Hell yeah, that's my goal. You should. That's what you should strive to do. That I is, feel like that's your zone, and I feel like once you land there, yeah. you're not gonna leave there. That's my end goal, cause you know I feel like the kind of music that I like to make is just it doesn't really have that kind of audience where it's like I would have a fan base who just listens to fucking drone and ambient shit. Cause I've been making a lot. I make a lot of that music, but like I don't put it out. Yeah, I have a lot of like drone and like ambient music out here and there and it's like it's so that's that's my favorite kind of music because that's life you know like you driving or you walking in the street you know on a nice sunny day with no music in your headphones you're looking around you see trees blowing in the wind that's the kind of shit you hear yeah in your head you know ideally as a person unless you hear like fucking metallica in your head (laughs) you know like that's the kind of shit you hear and it's just like that's what i feel when i walk outside you know like if i were driving here with no music i'd probably just be hearing like sounds and shit in my head you know like it's just I love I love drone music. I love ambient music. You know, I and I like I grew up when I was in high school. You know, I used to li- like literally spend day and night inside on the computer listening to different music. Right. So I was listening to like movie scores, video game scores, ambient artists like uh, Carbon Based Life Forms, Boards of Canada, and shit like that. You know, like and that kind of music is just that's just life to me. You know, like that's, that's, that's that when they say music is life, that's what they're talking about. Right, that's, right. that's the shiny shit you can't, you can't really make up. You know, like that's their. Yeah, before we before we had mu- like vocalists on songs, that's the kind of music we had. Right. You know, I feel like you should. Uh, there are ways to get into scores, yeah. and there are ways to get into uh, TV and and television and and everything. And there's different uh, databases and everything that you can you can go uh, go about for that. Yeah. I feel like you should really look into it. To yeah. that. Uh, that's my that's my end goal, honestly, as an artist. In like 10 years, that's where I, they say, you know, where you want to be in 10 years. 10 years, I want to be scoring the movies and shit. I've been, I've been interested in scoring for like independent films. I don't know a lot of independent, independent film artists, but I've been interested in doing that. I lent one of my friends a song for an independent film. It was a weird choice for a song too, but, you know, she wanted to use it in the film and it was dope. Why don't you... Uh, try to connect with like for instance like Willie P I think they have uh, 
a film program. Oh, really? And their film program, I think they have a film festival and people work on uh, movies and shit. Yeah. Why don't you try to network with people there and, and try to like just land in, in, yeah. in feature film, like like little indie films from yeah. Jersey. That's like, the you thing. know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, like I don't, uh, as of lately, I haven't really been networking with a lot of people, so I wouldn't know where to begin with that kind of shit. See, so. I don't, I don't like networking either. I hate yeah. networking, but but when it when it comes to shit like that, like for instance, like if I want to start a business, yeah. right, and the place I work at, I could talk to the boss who started a business. Yeah. When you put yourself in the actual like place where you need to be yeah. to to just gain understanding, like for instance, for you to go to the Willie P campus, yeah, and uh go to the, the film section yeah. and, and talk to people from there and say, hey, I work on music uh, if you need anyone yeah. to score. Like, on a college campus, I feel like there's nothing... There's no, like, weird feelings because it's just a bunch of randoms walking around. Yeah. Where if you were to do that in, like, a... If you were to go to, like, a, a studio and say that to someone, they'd be yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, on a college campus, because there's so many different personalities and shit yeah. walking around at all times, it's less weird. Word. So I feel like if you were to go to, like, a Willie P or you were to go to, to one of these and not necessarily to enroll, I'm just talking about physically yeah. go there and just speak to people in the film program. Yeah. And I'd be willing to, like, go with you just to... To like actually network with the people there, just to like talk to people and see if we could land you in some of like the the indie films that they're working on for their yeah. class project or whatever. Yeah. I think that that would be super dope, man. Yeah, yeah, it's something that I'm really, really, I've been really considering as of late. It's just like you know, like we talked about earlier, social media. You know, I'm trying to break out of that mindset where social media is the only way to communicate with people. You know, I'm trying to, and this is weird to go from being a fucking internet guy for years to just going out into the real world and having to interact with people and get shit done out here so it's weird for me to to just like do something like that but i mean it's it's something i, I want to do that now that you, you brought it up you know like just you know go somewhere where there's like-minded people and just spread like you know network you know just open yourself up to people and right let them know because that's i've been interested in doing that since i was younger and you know like i said i was out like a lot i was home looking at music i was watching a lot of movies and a lot of anime and, and shit like that. So I'm definitely interested in scoring. I know a guy, well, I know of a guy who, uh, he's an artist that I looked up to for a long time. He's now scoring for, like, video games. Like, he has a couple of games on the PlayStation Network that he scored to film the soundtrack for. His name is uh, Kid Simple. And his shit was hard. Like, but his, and I, honestly, he's another artist I listen to. I'm like, yo, his music would sound so dope scoring for, like, a game or a movie or something. And now look, you know, like, so, I mean, I w that's, a, that's a realm I'm definitely looking forward to getting into. I just feel like life um, and certain situations, we should really like look at ourselves from the outside looking in and see what what kind of fashions us as an artist, right? And like like for instance, with me, I can't find <coughs> a specific style yeah. when I write music. I write all different types of music, right? I don't enjoy being the the front man of any uh, yeah. art, and I enjoy being in the studio. So, what do you think I should do as a career? I think ghostwriting. Yeah, I think songwriting. Yeah. Because I can't find a style, because yeah. I like being in the studio and I don't like being the front man, I yeah. think that the perfect scenario for me would be being a songwriter for exactly, someone. Exactly, yeah. Because I could songwrite for a million different people being that I don't have one specific style. Yeah. I like being in the studio and I don't want to be the front man. So I think that the perfect scenario for me would be songwriting. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I feel like for you, 
the perfect scenario because you're this introverted person who doesn't want to be seen, mm-hmm. but you want to be heard, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like scoring yeah. <laughs> is like the perfect because it's like, yo, the the music in movies, the music in television shows, it drives every mood. Yeah. It does. I had I had a film uh, class back in college because I was in the art department and I had to like take a bunch of shit, yeah. like video and all this. And uh, we had an experiment where we had to take a scene from Clockwork Orange mm-hmm. and we had to put different types of uh, songs behind it. Yeah. So if you put like a dark song, the scene becomes immediately like scary. Exactly. Yeah. You put a happy song, it becomes like a, a comedy. Yeah. And it. Everything is drawn from the music that's behind it. Have Whether you, seen, you think that the music or the the movie itself and the actors, you think that that's the most important part. But yeah. there's no mood without the music that's in the background. Have you ever seen like Blade Runner? I haven't watched it, but I know I know it's supposed to be really fucking you have, good. You got to see the original Blade Runner. The soundtrack makes that movie. Not this. Not doesn't make the movie, but the soundtrack is just what people remember from that movie. Right. Because it's just so defining. Right. As to like like and then you know movies like Akira. Akira's soundtrack, which, you know, when you look at the movie, you don't think the soundtrack is going to sound the way it does. But then when you hear it, it just all makes sense. Right. You know, like, even now, like, you know, I'm, I'm very much into this game, Fallout 4. And, like, the game, that soundtrack for that game is just so perfect. Like, it just fits everything. Like, and it does, it, 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 it's like, if you were, if you, if you could, you could easily take it something like that and make it dark and sad and, and dreary and it's not, but it's like, it's like hopeful. Right, music, you know, and that and that gives the that gives it a whole different tone. That's the kind of shit that I'm trying to accomplish with music, just putting mood into it, right? And put it, and giving it and giving it that mood because right now, like you know, making beats is to me right now making beats is just boring. Like it's boring. I'm trying to branch out and try different kinds of music and and different styles. Like that's why you know I'm, I'm trying to collaborate with people who are in the same mindset as me, and you know, I'm looking for I'm, I'm trying I want to work on like films and, and other kinds of projects of that nature. So I mean Right. I think that the best thing to do within music and I wanna I wanna end on this note because I feel like that's like this is a great message to put out. You yeah. know what I mean? But I feel like one of the the best parts about music is and finding yourself yeah. is figuring out where you have a career. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've had I've had discussions with people in the past where it's like Yo, like not everyone is going to be Drake. Not everyone's going to be a Kendrick or Cole, right? But you could still find a place in it if you're not selfish and you're not so worried about being the front man that it literally throws you off your path. But if you can find a career in this that lasts longer than a rap career or longer than a a producer's career, because really the shelf life of being hot is like five years tops. And then on top of that, you could be you find a more lucrative career outside of that. That's what I'm saying. Like like film film scoring, even if even if you're like the guy who makes fucking jingles for T T T commercials, like you making bread every time right 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 exactly. So it's like we need to because we're so new or we're so used to. Uh, what happened in the past yeah. and we try to recreate that but the past is gone you know what I mean so like now we need to be the culture of uh, young artists and producers that look to to get the songwriting jobs or get the scoring jobs make because, a long fulfilling exactly because we could do shit. that yeah. for the rest of our lives and probably be happy yeah. if I could be in a studio environment writing for people all day long yeah. and just relaxing yeah. I'd rather take I'd take that over most of the shit that I'm doing. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Bro. So yeah. I, that's that's the the note I kind of want to leave this on. Do you yeah. have um your social media? Uh, is anything what, still up? What's left? I have Instagram. You may forever on Instagram. Uh, you may on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash you may forever. 
umay9v.bandcamp.com. I'm uh post links to my streaming services, hopefully as soon as possible. I've been lacking on that, but yeah, that's that's all I got left pretty much. And um do you, and you said you plan on being on Spotify and and Apple Music and all yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spotify and, and Apple Music. I plan on posting my last uh, three, last two albums, Long Live and You May Forever. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you for coming by. Bro, I appreciate taking the here. long ride and <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you forever, so I'm yeah. glad that you did this and, uh, and thank you. You've been very insightful, honestly, bro. We're, Thank you for coming, brother. Sure you already right. know my boy. <laughs> Alright, guys, this is uh, Digging the Garden episode five. That was You May, and uh, follow him on the platforms he has left and look for his uh his music because he's amazing all right guys uh i don't know when i'll be back i'm gonna try to get in contact with more artists but that'll probably happen within the next few weeks so uh tune back in when that happens uh peace out guys